Welcome to Parts of Unknown. Your name is... Rick Kane. Your name is... Hunter David. Your name is... Michael Davis. And today, in my raspy, cool voice, we're going to talk... Okay, I can I, I... In the immortal words of Landstorm, can we get serious for a minute? <laughs> uh, sh- 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 sure. Yeah. I, I know what hell looks like. You know what hell looks like? I know what hell looks like. I would love to get a glimpse of what. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing to describe hell, but and it's going to slightly dip into something I said we didn't want to talk about. I want to do a whole podcast about it on its own. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I, hell is taking 45 minutes to drive five miles. Mm-hmm. Hell is being... And a cramped sardine can. Hell is driving for 10 miles in trash that you have no idea where it's coming from. But hell's got a pretty kick-ass amusement park and great wrestling. Mm -hmm. But no water. But no water and no bathrooms. And no permission to use bathrooms that exist. That's right, friends. In the immortal words of, um, who was the guy, who's the guy that sings You Got a Friend in Me? Randy, Randy Newman. In the immortal words of Randy Newman and his one number one hit song on the rock and roll charts. He would say he loves L.A., but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I hate L.A. I'm luckily on the road up to Chickside. We go, we go. You a gotta go. Bit you gotta go through it though, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah that traffic—it's the worst thing in the world. That's like the main thing. Like I did not like about LA is the traffic. That is the main thing I don't like about <laughs> LA. And it's the that their two mill diner. There's one in the theme park. There's three mills diners. There's oh, three, and there's two in the actual. That's a plus, though. That's a plus. That's one of the good things. Yeah, but still, <laughs> me and you, like, trying to find meal diner, and, like, we clicked the that, wrong one yep. on the map. And it was trying to get us into the theme park. And what I didn't realize, I actually think that it's at, um... The Hollywood... No, where, where what's the name of the stores that's around Universal, Universal City? City yeah. Walk. City Walk. Okay. <clears throat> Is that Which like we could have went to downtown it. Disney? It's like downtown Disney. Okay. You have been. No, you haven't. You've never been to I've never Universal. been to Universal. The only time I've been to LA is to see um Shrek and Peter Pan. Yeah. And you know, both of those were at the Pantages, right? Yeah, both of those right. were at the Pantages. I need to say one thing before you say that, Hunter. And that is this. Los Angeles, the town, the sights, the things to do. I love Los Angeles. Uh I love Hollywood. I hate driving. If I did not have to drive, I could live in Los Angeles. All right, Hunter, go. We we need to bring you down a city walk one time, eh? Ricky. We need to, because it's fun. Yeah? We never like really gotta go in it. 
any of the stores though, but it's fun. There's a Johnny Rockets in there. There's Johnny Rockets in there? Yep. That's and, pretty cool. And if we didn't want to go into the actual theme park, we could get merchandise from the theme park. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. buy merchandise at CityWalk. That's cool. Much like, much like downtown. Much like downtown Disney. Except yeah. downtown Disney doesn't have a Johnny Rockets. <clears throat> yes. That, that their Johnny Rockets is in there. <laughs> their, their Johnny Rockets is a sushi bowling place. It's a sushi bowling place. Um, no. There's a Johnny Rockets at Knott's <laughs> Berry not. Farm. There's a Johnny Rockets at Boomers. At Boomers. <laughs> it's yeah. everywhere. Except. except. <laughs> and a standalone restaurant where you can get to it without paying for something else. Yeah. There's a Johnny Rockets at the Spectrum in Irvine. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't think of the mall's name. I just, I can't, I'm not driving an hour. <laughs> I listen, Cracker Barrel, literally an hour and 45 minutes away. Eh. I, ain't I ain't driving. I ain't driving an hour and 45 minutes for Cracker Barrel. Mm -hmm. Mother-loving Cracker Bar Barrel. We go constantly when we're in the south in Virginia. So. Because there's like... Because they're those, everywhere. Because those because are like McDonald's. They're oh, just everywhere. Killed my dick. Sorry. All right, can but they're more like Arby's. They're more like Arby's. Right, hit it. But no, they're more like Starbucks, actually. They're yeah. pretty close to each other. There's so. a bunch of Cracker Barrels. They're not Starbucks close. There's not a Cracker no. Barrel across the street from another Cracker Barrel. But you know how every town has one Arby's? Every town has one Wendy's? Yeah. In the South, I think every town has one Cracker Barrel, especially if it's got a freeway near it. Yeah. yeah, I love Cracker Barrel. I tried their, like, deep fried steak, and that was really good. I'm oh. sad that I couldn't eat it all. Chicken fried steak? Yeah, it was good. Oh. Yeah. That's how some people over here should share their steaks. You can find chicken fried steak in numerous places. I Denny's. Denny, that, that's it. Numerous places. <laughs> Denny's, Broken, yeah. Yelp, has it, maybe. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Alright, can we go back to hating LA and stuff? Yes, we're going back to hating LA. So. You've been up multiple times. Can you talk about your first traumatic experience in Los Angeles? My first traumatic experience in Los Angeles? Okay, so the first time it was you and me and we we're going to see shrek the musical uh we were walking around the the walk of fame but like there was some like road work going on so we couldn't go around the entire thing um we went to a i think it was a new york style pizza place yeah and we did then someone the was getting was good. it was good yeah and we had a bird we had a a little theater show on the outside of someone getting arrested. Of someone getting arrested. So you, that was 15 years ago? Yeah, probably. No, you were older than four. Let's say that you were six, seven years yeah. old. Yeah. So 12 years ago. But uh, I got, uh, sorry. Go ahead. This is your story. Oh, my story. Yeah. But then we ended up getting back to the show and we weren't sure if we wanted to stay at 
a hotel or not because it was super late, but we decided just to go. Uh-huh. And, but I got, we got the Shrek musical <laughs> CD that we listened to all the, the way, way back. back. And I had a little <laughs> gingy, like, right. puppet slash uh, stuffed animal. Yeah. Gingy, uh, that's the gingerbread man's nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with one less leg. With one less leg. Yeah. Because he gets it breaking off an in interrogation. Yes. Okay, would you like so to again, tell your... <laughs> so, again, I want to say, I love Los Angeles. I If we didn't have to drive around. We didn't have to drive around. Yeah. Like, Hunter, like, why do you hate LA? <laughs> my one thing is, like, the night before we go to Universal Studios, um... Food wasn't working with me. We didn't, we could not find a good place to eat. And like, we literally tried the McDonald's next door and it still, my body wouldn't let it go through. It was Wendy's. Uh, Wendy's. Wendy's. When it let the Wendy's go down the pipe, it did yeah. not work. So I went to sleep hungry and that did. Luckily, we went to Hills, and that problem with Chalvin that day when I ate probably two meal serving to make up for the night before, I lost the whole meal food. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we love Los Angeles. If, it, if we didn't have to walk or drive anywhere. Yeah. If, if you've ever been to a Wendy's that needed a security guard. Oh my God. You have been to Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. That's my kind of story to it. Yeah. But like the butterbeer. I love it. Yeah. Okay, now carry on. And the chicken leg. Oh, yeah. dude. Mm, when we go back one day, I'm getting that chicken leg again. You, okay, this is it. Three broomsticks. Three, bro- three broomsticks out of five. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Three <laughs> groups that got a hundred out of one hundred starred from me. <laughs> Alright, before you leave you lose your bet, go. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, he was he was in love with that chicken leg. This isn't a video podcast, but one of my favorite pictures okay. now is Hunter eating that chicken leg and his eyes are super huge and he's looking off to the side like he's completely focused in on eating this chicken leg. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought you were going to do a bit about the bo- the dog grooming bus that oh. we're driving by. But Happy Spa Day. They, the dog is just content with getting pampered in spa. Yep. Yeah. Do you think they're doing it right now in the van? Come back <laughs> driving and cleaning somebody's dog? Yeah. You really think that's a great idea? No. I don't know. Well, if, if you're a safe driver, then maybe. Uh, what's, this, what's the insurance that uh, Russell J.K. J. K. Um, Simmons? Um, farmers. Farmers. Farm, yeah. If you've done it, we've covered it. We are farmers. 2002, vicious dog bark and a moving. <laughs> All right. I swear to God, I just hate trying to get where we're going. As soon as I get where we're going, I'm happy. But to drive or to walk or to... We haven't taken a taxi in Los Angeles. But to drive or to walk anywhere, oh my God, it was killing me. 
and the thing that was killing me, and I just couldn't understand what was happening, literally for 10 miles, 10 miles, we were driving through floating trash. And it was I, hard to describe. It was, it was, it was hard to describe, but yeah. I could not see where it was coming from. It was like there was a trash truck in front of us, but there was, but there was not a trash truck in front of us. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like very much. They need their own content cleaning crew in Los Angeles, but they can never get up there because the traffic's. But <laughs> <laughs> the traffic's bad. So again, I love Los Angeles. I love the sights and the sounds and the activities, but I do not love driving up there. Do yeah, not. we saw the Hollywood sign when we went up. Yep. You go to see the Hollywood sign, that's cool. Have you ever seen the Hollywood sign, Ricky? I haven't seen it up close and personal, but I've seen it. Like when we went to go see Shrek, you could kind of see it in the background yeah, at one how, point when we were driving. That's how we were, but we were trying to actively find it. <laughs> we found yeah. it. I said, turn around, look. <laughs> there it is. Oh, look. And then we kept walking. Yeah. Because there was a guy across the street screaming at himself, which was amazing. God bless mental illness and God bless the homeless needs in Los Angeles. No, did I tell you about the year that I was up there? Two years in a row we went up there to do mission trips. Oh, I know And we helped out on Skid Row and everything. Oh. Quite memorable. Yeah. Back to you. Oh. All right, so here's the thing. Now we're going to do a tightrope. A tightrope. With no net. I don't want to fall off the net because I fully want to praise what we went to see, which will be on another podcast. But the other thing that I hate about L.A. is being a heavyset guy, and that's something that Hunter can talk with me about, and television pro- television production. Oh, television production, yeah. Yes. I have been up there now three times for the taping of a television show. Two times I didn't get, get in to see the show, which was frustrating. And, and one of the frustrations had to do actually with the even the traffic to get there. But then the third thing is getting in there and being in an event that I'm used to being able to fully enjoy doing whatever I want to do and respond however I want to respond, yeah. but being told how to respond. And being cramped in like sardines, which fits into my heavyset thing, that Hunter and I have a story about, and not being able to get out to get water or to go to the bathroom. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, I want you to be able to talk first. Unfortunately, we have to say say this because we've already said that we were at Universal Studios, so people are just going to put one and one together. So when we were on a, a ride in, um. Universal in, Studios. In Universal Studios, we had to go off the ride two times for Dad to go in because they didn't make the seats wide enough that everybody could go on them. They assumed everybody was 
puff part everyone going here is an actor who is working out all the time. Yeah, so I am not morbidly obese. I'm fat. I'm just going to lay it out. I'm fat. I am overweight. And there ain't no getting around it. I am an overweight person. I'm not morbidly obese. I would say that I am almost... No, I'm not... I can't even say I'm an average size person. I'm fat. But I couldn't ride one of the rides. It was embarrassing to try to get on the ride. I ended up riding it both times. They made it work. But, but to be pulled out in line, to sit in a test seat to see if they can get it to close, that's freaking embarrassing. That's messed up. That's really freaking messed up. And, okay. And that's the one difference between them and Disneyland. Disneyland. Disneyland, they Disneyland understands uh-huh. that some heavy set people are going to be on their ride. Yeah, and they make sure that always let there's always enough room. They, like, there are times when the seats are, like, big for me, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool, because they're leaving it open for everybody. More than, like, that ride, and, like, another, we're kind of like, how? How do you think this is okay, Universal? So this is a newer ride, too. It's a newer it's ride? It's a newer ride. Yep. So, there's heavy set people. But it, anyway, I. So, DWO podcasting at gmail.com. Give me crap. But there's people that will rebuke me that obesity is a self imposed disability. There's people that would rebuke that. And I disagree. Because I think that DNA affects your body weight. I got, I've got family members that eat as much as I do, but they look like Barney Fife. My uncle and all his kids, they, they, they eat as much as I do, but they look like Barney Fife. They got the, the, the shaggy. Yeah. So, no, but not, not the fun way. Not the fun way. But anyway, it, it seems like that's an Americans with disabilities act situation to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right. So that, I said that one so Hunter could pitch in. Now you go off, because you had the worst time with this. Oh, yeah. It was on a fun TV taping, where it was something that we're used to going to, and you can kind of do what, it's to an event where you can do whatever you want at. You can walk around, you can do different stuff, you can get water, you can say whatever you want, or not say anything if you don't want to. You wander over the merch table and spend more money f- to give them more money? Yeah. Yeah. And, but since it was TV taping, they told us where we were, s- what, where to sit and... We need to tweak, tweak it just a little bit. This was, we gotta say what it was. Okay. This was a wrestling show taped as a TV show. Yes. That, there, that is an important element that we gotta point out. Uh, it wasn't taped like WWE or AEW, like no. a sport. It was, it was taped, taped as a TV show. All right, go. So they told us to sit at, at a certain place, and there were people on the side saying, like, oh, we need to cheer for this, or we need to boo now, or we need to say this. They were giving people signs to use. And, like... 
I will. I would be. I'll be honest. We. I. We were on the hard camera side, so we had to be more energetic. I yeah. did do my best to do it at the beginning, but I wanted to cheer for the person that was supposed to be A the bad heel guy. in the match, and they wouldn't let us cheer for him. No. And oh, she's a good wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And what are TV shows with heels? Come on, heels are great. Why can't one person be on their side? Everyone Come likes on. a good villain, especially if they're especially if they're good. Yeah, keep going. And so we were like, I had you, I did it. I wanted to react a certain way, but I couldn't because they're like, you're supposed to hate this person because we scripted in that they're. They're bad and no one likes them. Yeah. And then we were so squished in at the top of these bleachers that were tilted. We were top center. We will see ourselves on TV. I'm telling you, we will see mm-hmm. ourselves on TV. Well, and the but the, and the seats were tilted, which and they were like hard, which was uncomfortable. And we were squished in because they wanted as many people as possible in their they camera it shot. To look full. But, so. It just that that added more uncomfortableness. My voice started to give out halfway through, and I was really, really thirsty and kind of exhausted from like clapping and um, yelling. But they were like, "Come on, guys, let's do this! Come on, clap, clap!" And it was. Oh, they were like, "Hey, you can't have your phones out here." And it. Yeah, it was. The, and nobody, and what was making me mad about that is nobody was listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I, anyway, I and the person have, next to me really loved their jacket for some damn reason. I <laughs> yeah. would have yeah. hated that. And that would be Pan and Cacmania. And I probably couldn't do anything about it. We you, actually, I, I'm going to tell you something. I got you a ticket to go. And I'm glad that we didn't take you. Yeah. No offense. God bless. Yeah. I even got overwhelmed for a second just because I felt uncomfortable. I was being told to do something that I I couldn't do anymore because I was exhausted and they were making me do it still and I was But yeah, anyway, it was just completely exhausting and I felt <laughs> Well, did not have a good time at some parts. There, we'll talk about what made it worth it in the podcast. podcast. I will tell you when we go to Raw or AEW if we Don't get have. that worked out, they record it like a sport. Mm-hmm. So it's natural response. What? I I don't know if I should mention it in this one or not, but that makes me feel kind of bad for the performers because. They're not giving like an actual reaction most of the time. They're just getting the the prompted cold, response. Yeah, the prompted response. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like really good wrestling that if you watched it at a normal event, you would actually get like you get the raw reactions of cheering and and. So there was one disco involved. tag team. Yeah. That we started a woot woot chat yeah. for, and everybody was doing it. And the directors looked like they didn't know what to do about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which they got, I would, they have to be prepared for something like that. Because that was in their theme song. Yeah. And even the, even the performers got involved with it. So they they were able to keep it together. 
I don't. It, it was a lot, man. <laughs> That's just why you don't rep wrestling shows. Because you're gonna end up with your honor audience feel more crappy than you. And you're gonna good for you guys for starting something in the audience though. They need to be more prepared for that. Yeah. Now, in defense of this show, because we're going to talk about it, mm -hmm. it's a great show, and the end product is always good. So, all that directing and stuff, it it it, it pays off. It does pay off. Yeah, but, but when you're but there. when you're us, when you are, but when you're sitting in the home of pro wrestling gorilla and you're indie, you're pure indie wrestling fans, and you're pure wrestling fans, it's it's a little frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And we love Andy in the house. We we love Andy. We Andy slap in our house. Yeah, yeah, we do. What's 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 funny is that at the beginning of the show, one of the dudes, the directors that were on the side, was like, "You guys are gonna end up hating me at the end of the show, but we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be here encouraging, telling you guys to like, like keep clapping or keep yelling or booing." Yep, and, and I was, I was like, was no, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty, I normally keep my chill with a lot of stuff, so I'll, it'll end up being fine. I <laughs> no, I was, no. I was cursing that dude out underneath my breath. It was if, not a good time. <laughs> if I were, like, with him or with any of the directors, I would say that, heads up, more than a 75% chance I'm going to have a panic attack. Yeah. That's what I would have said. You should make water available to everyone. Dehydration makes people go I, crazy. That, as much as they had everybody packed in on those studio lights to pay six bucks for a bottle of water, I paid $24 for the water that we had because we freaking needed it. That I was like, a bit absurd. I chugged the first one, and then I was able to enjoy this second one. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone tells you cold water doesn't taste good, they're wrong. Cause it's the best. Cold thing water ever. tastes like candy when you need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, always. That's why I only have cold water. Cause anything else, any other type of water, I'm like gonna gag. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, end product. I love Los Angeles. There's just parts of it that I don't like. I love the museums and the culture and the activity. I just hate driving. Yeah, big movie theater, big movie person, big entertainment person. Hollywood is like a candy store. Yep. But you I just, can't. Only if I, you can I, walk to I, it. I just want to be taken there by Uber or by walking to it because. And please don't tell me what kind of candy to buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was parts of unknown for this week. Your name is Hunter Davis. Your name is Rick Kane. Your name is Michael Davis. Have a week. <laughs>